Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. Manny Aurora, the Aurora Law Firm, or as many of you now know him as Mad Dog Manny Aurora, when he stops into the Golden Scissors studio, he is the best when it comes to criminal law. If you got any troubles and you need somebody, reach out to the Aurora Law Firm. TheAuroraLawFirm.com, all right? Located in Atlanta, Georgia, but practices nationwide. Now, if you got a question for Manny when he pops into the Golden Scissor Studio, you can call our hotline at 404-369-3825 or shoot us a message from our website, PodcastTheBS.com. Son of a bitch! I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastabs.com. It's better than radio. Every week, there are three stories that fall under the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, I used to ride a horse to school. Get learned with the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> There it is, episode 39 of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey in the Golden Scissors studio, beautiful Roswell, Georgia. There is the Nader Taters still chilling in his high school bedroom, never going to leave home there in Iowa. Never leaving, I'm telling you. Home-cooked meals. Free, free uh, room and board. Why? Why should I leave? That's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm screaming. You're gonna be like, you gotta call me Nighthawk. You're gonna be like Step Brothers. <laughs> Mommy Shark Week. What are you doing? Why would you leave the comfort of that home, especially with your parents? Your parents would give you the skin off their back, not only the shirt off their back, but the skin off their back. Uh, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, presented by Watkins Law Firm. That would be one Tyler Watkins, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC. Trial and litigation attorneys, personal injury, wrongful death, contracts and transactions. That's the kicker with some lawyers. Like, who do I go to if I got like a contract or a transaction uh, dispute? Well, I'd be Watkins Law Firm. Landlord-tenant disputes, um, general civil litigation. So there you go. WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, 770-648-4009. We appreciate everything that Tyler and his uh, firm do for us. Uh, yeah, you're not leaving. I'm just telling you that right now. It's just it's too good there in Iowa for you to leave. I don't know why you would. Um, I, I bet you don't even miss Mexico all that much. Oh, yeah. I mean, how could I miss, you know, the beach and the delicious food and the cheap prices? I mean, I can't. I don't even want to go back after that place. Well, look, yeah, I'm a, be- <laughs> I'm a beach guy. I grew up on the beach. You know, I love the beach. Trust me, I'm going to retire on the beach. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but since I've been away from the beach for so many years, there's that, you know, you go to the beach, you enjoy the beach, you spend your time at the beach. And then you leave the beach. You're not going to the beach every day in Mexico. You have a life now. You do other things. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I don't like it. You didn't go to the beach every day either, but you you enjoyed being there. No, no, no. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's 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 it, you know you're you're away from it, and when you get away from it, you kind of accept that you're away from it, and you're like, well, every once in a while, it's great. But I've learned that I don't have to be there every day. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it was different for me, like in Orlando, because I, 
I never went to the beach anymore. It was easier to just go to the pool rather than drive 30 minutes and haul all your shit out there and everything like that. But I think if I would, I mean, I guess you lived in Tampa as well. If I lived in Tampa or anywhere on the coast, I feel like I'd go a little bit more often. And even when you live there, I get it. Like you still got to drive unless you live on the beach. Um, but I, I live on the beach. Like I, I just have to walk a block and I'm there. That's the thing. When I lived in Tampa, I didn't live on the beach. That's, that was one of the, uh, we, we moved to Brandon. No, I'm sorry. We moved to Riverview, which is just South of Brandon on 75, where you can see those smokestacks. Um, then there's no beach. I mean, there, it was like an hour drive to the beach. So it was, that was, that was, that was one of the boxes checked for next two years of your life are going to suck Jason Bailey. Not that I wouldn't move back to Tampa. I'd move back to Tampa in a heartbeat, uh, but I would know better. I would pick a different location. I would probably move to Clearwater, or, you know, something like that, you know, closer to the beach, obviously, but I'm on the other side. I'm on the other side of the interstate, <laughs> like in an area that wasn't even built up at the time. <laughs> There's nobody there. It was like me and my first wife going, what the fuck are we doing out here? <laughs> like, why did we move here? <laughs> Dumbest thing ever. All right. Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly is uh, an episode that we do. It's a, it's a news episode. You know, we get three uh, news stories throughout the week, and we put them under the categories of the good, the bad, and the ugly. All right? And then we discuss so here's your good. The good. Always want to start off with good. A man used a fake $100 bill at a kid's lemonade stand. That's not the good part of the story. The good part is the internet is paying the kid back. So police in uh, Everett, Washington, they're looking for a guy who went up to a kid's lemonade stand, and uh, they are also selling, I guess, snacks as well. Picked out about $15 worth of items, then paid the kid with a counterfeit $100 bill. The guy made off with $85 that he got in change. I'm just surprised that the kids had a, a change for a $100 bill at the lemonade stand. That seems yeah. like a lot of cash to carry. Even kids now are like, oh, we only take Venmo and PayPal. Sorry, <laughs> that's yeah. all we do. Or, or they have inflation and all their... Because like lemonade, what was it, like 10 cents or a quarter? Uh, it's probably yeah. like five bucks a glass now. Yeah, they charge a dollar because that's that's the that's what the kids in in my neighborhood charge a dollar. And it's that over, you know, you want to help out, but you here's the thing: is parents, you got to be smart if your kid's going to have a lemonade stand because not all of us want that shitty lemonade, right? Now you would think most would just down it to be nice, and you have to drink the lemonade in front of the kids, and then you have to make a comment like, "Oh, this is the best lemonade I've ever had." Because that's what you're supposed to do. I do my best to stay away from sugar, as a lot of people do, right? So you're not going to want to drink the lemonade. Now, you can take it with you, and you can fake it and just dump it out and just donate the dollar. But just just be smart. Instead of wasting it, just say, here, uh, lemonade, dollar a cup, or do- or donations accepted, or something like that. You know, I, I've got, I always give money to the kids when I go by. You know, but I don't want your fucking lemonade. It's just too sweet. Yeah, it's almost terrible. It's horrible. <laughs> that should be the first step. When your kid comes to you and the first thing he says, well, first of all, it's great that he's coming to you and wants to make uh, or do a lemonade stand, make some money. But first thing, teach him how to make fucking lemonade. It tastes terrible. It's not that hard. Or just buy it. I mean, buy, you know, or have an option. Yeah. Have sugar for, you know, get the better lemonade. Get the good stuff. If you're charging a dollar, you're still going to make a huge profit. And instead of yeah. getting the, the powdered stuff, 
uh, get the good stuff. Get the Minute Maid or, or you know, or, or Grandma's Lemonade, you know, that you get at a certain store or something like that. Then people are going to want to come back for more instead of just giving your kids some money. And then you start going, okay, well, who are these kids' parents? You know, did they put them up to this kind of stuff? Uh, so the kid who runs a stand is an 11-year-old named Jeremy, and he's using this lemonade stand to raise money for a vending machine to grow his business. Okay, so he's an 11-year-old. He's an entrepreneur. He's got a business mind at a young age. That's great. So I'm assuming somewhere down the line, he's like, I'm going to buy a vending machine, and I'm going to make even more money. That's great. Fantastic. Uh, he also needs, he also, he also sends money to Ukraine. Which is where he's from. So Jeremy's from Ukraine. So he's, oh, okay. he's helping. He's not just getting some lemonade. Jeremy's shooting money off. Like, ah, I need money for the Ukraine. <laughs> just give me money. All right. Uh, Jeremy says he thought the $100 bill was fishy because the texture didn't feel right. This is coming from an 11 year old. And Who is this kid? It's part of like Ocean's 14. It's, just, it's Ukrainian Jeremy, don't you know? Uh, the texture didn't feel right. It just felt wrong. He took it to a nearby gas station. How he got there, who knows? And they yeah. confirmed it was counterfeit. Fortunately, there was some surveillance footage, grainy as it may be, but there is surveillance footage of the guy. So police kind of have an idea who they're looking for. So here's the good part of the story. I mean, that's, that's you're like, well, why is this under good? This, this sucks. Kid got ripped off. Um, of course, go fund me to the rescue. Somebody set it up for this kid, Jeremy, to make back to, back his money. But just like in any other case like this, Jeremy made back more than his money. You want to take a guess on where it's at right now? Uh, I'm sure it exceeded its goal. I don't know, five thousand, eleven thousand dollars. Really? Yeah. Well, he got Jeez. his got his money for his vending machine, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> and he got it. And he got his money back. So here's the thing, though, is when they catch this guy. <sighs> I mean, I guess it would be a great idea if you have a counterfeit $100 bill to take it to a lemonade stand. If you're going to launder the money, right? It'd be a good place to do it. You're going to wash it. Um, but, I, I, and I've said this time and time before, not everybody knows that they're passing counterfeit bills. Like, I, I, to be honest, if I had a, a fake $100 bill in my possession and I did not know it was fake, I would have no idea I'm passing the money. So it's so then I get busted, right? They bring me in and say, "Hey, you're 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 passing fake bills." And be like, "Dude, I had no idea." So I guess they'd have to do some type of investigation in order to see that I really had no idea, starting with my computer. They would go through my computer and see if there's any images of you know, if I'm printing them off and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't think everybody that passes a counterfeit bill knows they're doing it. Actually, I think most people do not. No. And and I think I, I'm sure it's probably like um, when somebody steals something or buys something that's stolen from a pawn shop or right. even just the pawn shop buying it. You're just kind of shit out of luck. If the police come there and they find out that um, that like you had purchased, whether you're the pawn shop or somebody else, they'll just take it because it's somebody else's stuff. It doesn't matter if you bought it or not. <laughs> and that shitty. <laughs> yeah. He was the nicest <laughs> kid, man. He had all these really nice speakers in the back of his white van. We met under the under uh, under the overpass. I uh, didn't think twice. Just thought he was in the speaker business. He had 20 of them. So I bought two of them for $125. It was a great deal. It was a steal. <laughs> uh, but I'm looking at his GoFundMe. It's It's been updated since uh, probably you saw it. You want to guess how much it is now? Uh, 
23,800. Jesus. Man, that's the titties right there. If you're a kid, get ripped off, even if you have to stage it, and this is what happens. This kid's got almost $25,000 because some dude ripped him off. He can buy a shit ton of vending machines. Watch him take this money, invest it, and become the next billionaire. But he's going to be a billionaire by, like, the age of 15. Yeah. Because of this He'll be a... You know, little little Chaz Kaczynski, the uh, <laughs> the, the the vending machine king. <laughs> yeah, and who is this kid? He, well, the the surveillance foot, footage was grainy. Why does he have surveillance footage at his house outside in his, his front yard? And then uh, I do. Just, I mean, I, I can see that. I mean, yeah, true, people have but cameras. Like, there. I mean, yeah, but the, wouldn't you just say that it's your, it's your oh his his dad's security oh yeah the security footage was grainy I don't know it just sounds like he has like a a Seven Eleven style camera out there and come on you you felt it you thought it was felt different and then you w- so this eleven year old's like this seems a little fishy let me go test it at a gas station if you thought it was fake why were you trying to spend it you just got had and then you found out at the gas station let's be real why are you lying. Yeah, I, I don't think that the kid at 11 years old, knew. I, 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 I've, ne- I've never that I know of felt a counterfeit bill. So I couldn't tell you what a counterfeit bill feels like. I have no idea. You know, you put a counterfeit. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a yeah. difference, a little bit of difference, but I couldn't tell the difference. I wouldn't be able to tell. I wouldn't. Be. You almost wonder Ooh. what the percentage is of how many of us have passed counterfeit bills without us knowing. I bet you. Yeah, I bet you probably. At least two out of ten people. Yeah, probably. Well, especially like someone like you going um, to the casino and getting money and yeah. stuff. I'm sure a lot of people go to the casino to try to exchange <laughs> or like wash their money or whatnot. Yeah, that, well, that's I've seen it happen a million different times. Um, not not really at the Harrah's, like in North Carolina. I, I haven't seen what I've seen. What I've seen at the Hard Rock in Tampa is. I mean, it's it's crazy. You, you, like, I'll never forget that day at the table playing Mississippi Stud, and, and that Hard Rock has come so far. I mean, it's it's almost like you're going to Vegas. It's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, and they've got every game imaginable and everything you could possibly need. But I remember when that place was being built, and I remember the early days where it was easy to get a room and affordable to get a room, and it was you know you had the Circle Bar, and that's where all the girls were. I mean, it was just. It was it was more localized and, and, and easy going. Now it's this big to do, right? And so uh this was a couple years ago. I was down there at the Mississippi stud table and the men's were twenty five. And at the time I wasn't used to playing that high. Because I mean, you get into a hand, you're you're in for at least a hundred bucks. That gets expensive. That's way above my pay grade. Um, but that was the only, that was the, that was the lowest they had. I mean, it was like a Friday or Saturday night. That's what they do. They raise the men's. They even do that up at Murphy, North Murphy, North Carolina. They'll have $25 men's. That's crazy. Mur- Mur- Murphy, North Carolina, like the meth capital of the world. Who's coming in there with that kind of money to play $25 men, Mississippi stud, hundred dollar hands, at least a hundred dollar hands, at least that's the bare minimum that you could play. And if you lose three, four hands in a row, that's three, four hundred dollars that you've lost in literally less than ten minutes, maybe less than five. Uh, that, that's that's crazy. Yeah, like in Tampa, you're going to get the the tourist crowd that are coming there with their money. Right. But in in uh, North Carolina, you're you're going there just to gamble, and if you don't have that kind of money, you're probably not going to go. Uh, yeah. Well, that's why you know now we when we go, we pick our pick our battles. We'll try to go earlier in the week. 
so the men's are at least 15. I think they're trying to make their money back from the pandemic is what I, what I think. Anyway, so at this table at the Hard Rock a couple years ago, these two Middle Eastern guys, they, uh, they sit down. Very nice guys. Don't get me wrong. They're just, that's what they were, two Middle Eastern guys. Very nice, uh, very cordial. They had, both were wearing cargo pants. Both were wearing cargo pants, uh, brown cargo pants. Both of them were in brown cargo pants. They sat down, and they both pull out a uh, roll of $10,000. It was just in a rubber band, $10,000. And they played every hand stupidly. Like, it was just ridiculous. You know, there was no rhyme, no reason. They were just getting rid of money. And they went through that ten grand. They reached down in another par- a pocket in their cargo pants. Another roll. Another roll. Another roll. I saw each one of these guys go through $50,000. At least $50,000. In a matter of less than two hours, you know. Wow! And there was no so like, there was no like, oh fuck, man, I just lost fifty. Like I'm losing fifty thousand dollars. I'm upset. These guys. Oh man, let's go get a drink. It was no big deal. Not a big deal at all. So you think they're like just laundering money? Absolutely. That's exactly what they're doing. I've, I've seen yeah. it. I've seen it. Hap- I've, I've seen it a couple other times with with drug guys that'll come in. I know, like I know what they do. You know, when I lived down there. You know, I just, I knew who they were. And again, nice guys. I've never had a problem there. Everybody that I've run into at the heart, where you find the dickheads are in the, uh, in the poker room. Cause poker guy, there's, there's always that one poker dude at the table. That's a real prick, but that's what makes the poker table is the prick. You got to have the prick. You got to have the smart guy. You got to have the tech guy. You got the old school. You got to have the new school, the old lady that's close to death because she hits everything and she plays King three offsuit. You know, you, you, you've got the, 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 the gambler, you know, um, and then you've got the uh, conservative guy, you know, that, that, that's just really tight on the table. There, there are, those are like all the characters at a poker table and every single, po- every single poker table will have those exact characters. There's, there's like 10 of them. You know, if I were to write like a comic book, be called like a poker universe or poker verse, and they would all be 10 different superheroes at a poker table. It's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> so anyway, this kid's going to get, but when it's all said and done, when do you cut off a GoFundMe? Like if somebody set it up for him, they cut it off or they just consistently keep giving him money. Yeah, I guess it's up to you. You you can let it go and still you just you get money um whether when you want to cash it out or you can set dates that it'll cash out whatever's in there every month or whatever like that. So, I mean, I guess they could keep it going. I saw some guy donated $1,000. That's crazy. Yeah, I saw, there was a um GoFundMe What was I on? What was it? It was a GoFundMe. It was for somebody. But I don't remember the story. And somebody had donated $50,000 to the GoFundMe. Okay. Yeah. And it was anonymous. But it was like a news story attached to it. And then I clicked on it. And then I went there. And you could see, you know, you see all the donations. And a lot of times people, you know, will make a comment and say their name. Usually the bigger donations, they go by anonymous, you know, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. I always like to see when the celebrities donate. You know, it's like Taylor Swift, $5,000. Chris Jericho does that quite often. Chris Jericho will go on people's GoFundMes and help them out if he uh, if he likes the story, which is always neat. I like to see that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's like when Shaq does uh, his oh. stuff around Christmas. 
I swear to God, Shaq is the best. Shaq, The Rock, like those two human beings are amazing. And it's funny, I've never really met Shaquille O'Neal, but I've been around him so much. You know, when he was in Orlando playing for the Magic, I was there. He was at the radio station. Never ran into him. Going to the Magic games. Doing stuff at the Magic games. Never ran into him. You know, uh, Mama B's. Uh, some of the best sandwiches you could ever possibly have. I don't even know if they're still there or not. But right by the interstate, downtown Orlando, that was his That was his place, man. He'd go to Mama B's almost on a daily basis and get himself a Mama B sandwich. I was in there all the time, especially when I lived by there. Never ran into him. <laughs> it's like, I, I did a, I, I did a uh, Tracy McGrady charity bowling event where he was there, Patrick Ewan, well, they all were there. Never, never met him, never shook his hand, you know. Now he's in Atlanta, and he literally worked right next to where I was working my first year in Atlanta at the sports station at 92.9 The Game. Never met him, never ran into him. It's like, I love you, Shaquille O'Neal. I just want to hug you. You're the bestest. (laughs) Well, and he he worked in uh, the same building when we were at the the Rock Station. Oh, yeah, that's right, because what's the dude? Rob does his podcast, right? He produces his podcast. So we we would always see after we left people taking pictures with him. So he was in our building in Atlanta all the time. Never ran into the dude. Nope. <laughs> not once. <laughs> and he's not a guy you're going to miss. No. You know, he's, like eight, he's like eight feet tall and like 300 pounds. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal's not one of those guys that you go, I think that's Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to yeah. say anything because I don't want to be the racist white guy that thinks all black people look alike. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> you, know? you know Shaq. He's a big boy. Yeah. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Watkins Law Firm, trial and litigation attorneys. So if it's personal injury, wrongful death, contracts and transactions, landlord and tenant disputes, or just general civil litigation, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC is where you need to go. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC. And here's Tyler's tip of the day. In Georgia, just because you don't like the performance of another party does not mean you can refuse to perform yourself. What I mean is that if someone comes over to paint your house and you don't like the paint job, you can't just refuse to pay them. Unfortunately, you have to pay them and then sue them for breach of contract. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, serving all of Georgia. Next time, talk to Tyler. Hey, fellas, the older we get, the harder it gets. Talking about weight loss, testosterone, muscle growth, sexual health pain and joint management, so on and so forth. Well, I'm here to tell you, Nuberty's Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs, Georgia, is your men's wellness facility. Whether it is testosterone maintenance or weight loss program, uh, sexual health, 50% of all men over 40 experience some kind of sexual dysfunction, pain and joint management, you name it. Menswellnessleague.com is the website you need to go to. It says schedule a call. They'll call you and walk you through it. Get started on your journey to overall wellness today. And for a limited time, Nuberty is offering its full wellness combine for only $99. That's $200 off the regular price. Plus, if you sign up and mention my name, Bailey, or the BS Podcast, you'll get a complimentary vitamin cocktail valued at $150. Menswellnessleague.com. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now.
If you like what you hear then get a full 7 days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastabs.com. It's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. Uh, all right, so that's the good. I'm glad the kid's getting his money. I like to see that. All right, good. Now, how about some bad? The bad. Uh, why don't I put this all the way over here? Uh, let's see here. This one's got audio for you. Listen to this. So Herschel Walker, you know, he's he's trying to be a politician, right? You know, the whole story with mm-hmm. that. All right, yeah. so, so um, he... I don't get it. I really don't. So for for those Herschel Walker fans as a politician, football fans, I totally get. Like, who who wasn't a fan of Herschel Walker as a football fan? But as a politician, I'm not quite understanding what the attraction is to Herschel Walker. The guy doesn't make any sense when he speaks. Now, I know you could say, well, there's a lot of people that don't make sense when they speak, and you would be absolutely correct. But this guy really doesn't make any sense with the way he speaks. I mean, he is just kind of in La La Land a little bit. So there's a new ad that has come out that has uh, his ex-wife on the ad. Now, this this is nothing new. This goes back, I mean, years and years and years ago, people... Uh, have known that that, that he had mar- marital issues. There was alleged uh, domestic violence and, and all that stuff that goes along with it. But this is a new ad, obviously from the opposite side of things, that has his ex-wife on the ad. Here it goes. Do you think you know Herschel Walker? Well, think again. Listen to what his ex-wife had to say about him. His eyes would become very evil. The guns and knives. I got into a few choking things with him. The first time he held the gun to my head, he held the gun to my temple and said, he's going to blow my brains out. It's like, do you think you know Herschel Walker? Well, think again. Uh, so the Georgia GOP Senate nominee is 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 got this ad running against. Like, what would I, I really? We need to get a politician on the show, and not not to talk about policies or why they're right and everybody else is wrong or whatever the case may be. Why would you want that job? Back in the day, the job was because you wanted to. Uh, do your civic duty, right? Public service. That that was a thing. I don't know if that's a thing anymore. I don't know if public, I don't know if, I don't know if pe- kids are growing up saying, one day I'm going to serve my community. You know, they sure the hell aren't going, one day I'm going to serve my country. You know, that was a thing with our fathers and our father's fathers. That doesn't happen much anymore unless you come from a military family. And if you do, God bless you and thank you for your service. Uh, but to serve your community as a politician, especially what we've been through the last six, eight, nine, 10, 12 years, right, of, of that word, that job, that occupation is just got such a negative connotation to it. It's like you say politician and people think you're a rapist or a pedophile automatically. I mean, it's like it's on the same lines as you're, you're dishonest, you're, you're greedy, um, and but the thing is, the truth is, most of them are. That's the problem <laughs> is that they're all fucking freaks and they're all are greedy, money hungry, uh, fame seeking fuckers. 
So I don't know why anybody would want to run for office. It's sad, but it's true, right? Yeah. Well, I think a lot of them are people that are rich or well off or, or whatnot. And they're, they're just used to getting their own way. And I think that they don't realize that, that things are going to come out about them. Usually, you know, if you're, if you're someone in a place of power or money, you can kind of get around things and squash things and get, you know, have it swept under the rug. But yeah, I think they realize once they get in there, like, Oh shit, like people are going to dig up dirt on me and there's nothing I can do to squash it other than play it off. Like it's no big deal. That's what I think is weird. Like I, th- I saw like after certain senators or re- representatives get like vote on something and then the people confront them in public that, that would like weigh on me for the rest of the day. If some guy just came out of like nowhere and just came up to me and told me I was a fucking asshole and he hated me like <laughs> Jesus, I'm just trying to make a difference here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that that's that's the thing of just people digging in your past. We all have skeletons, right? Some worse than others. Uh, but if somebody's really out to get you, they're going to find a way to take even the smallest of skeletons and turn it into a big deal. You know, I mean, I can do that. It's not the most difficult thing in the world to do. I can take anything and spin it and manipulate it and twist it and flip it and turn it upside down because 99% of people read headlines. They don't read the, the, the content in the article. They don't read the article. They read the headlines. And we live in a clickbait happy society. So those headlines have to be really, really sexy. I'll give you an example. Uh, the other day there was a headline about Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. And it read something to the effect of Aaron Rodgers uh, storms off podcast set after awkward confrontation, and, and there was a couple different stories out about it, and the, the headlines were all very similar. It was uh, uncomfortable feeling after Aaron Rodgers' temper flares during podcast interview. You know, it's like, oh, wow, well, shit, those are pretty damn good headlines. As a podcaster, I'd like to know who got Aaron Rodgers on, right, uh, um, outside of Pat, uh, Pat uh, uh, McGaff, uh, McGaff, McGaffey, you know, um, I think, what is his name? Pat McGaffey, the, the punter, the worst of WWE. McAfee, yeah. Pat McAfee. McAfee, McAfee yeah. yeah, he's great. I love that guy. Uh, but uh, so I'm like, I know that they have a relationship, so who else has got him on? So I click the link, I watch the video, and Aaron Rodgers is talking to these, it's the worst quality podcast set like it makes us look like we're we're put on by hollywood right like we've got millions of dollars behind our production just two two, three dudes sitting in a room with microphones right no big deal no backdrop no nothing no no nothing to it one of these dorky guys like they're both these overweight dudes one's got like uh sun i guess sunglasses because that's what you do you wear sunglasses on a podcast because that's what makes you cool and, and and then the, the other guy, I guess Aaron Rodgers knew. So the young guy who's the edgy guy, you know, on the sportsy podcast, the edgy, sportsy, tough guy with the sunglasses, you know, he goes after, he asks Aaron Rodgers about something about the vaccination stuff. And, you know, during the, the, the height of everybody getting vaccinated, Aaron Rodgers lied, twisted the truth, however you want to put it, however you want to word it, he said that he was inoculated, right? That's the word, inoculated. But he did never, He never said he was vaccinated. But he, he was playing with the words. He had taken something 
but not the vaccination. He was an, he was an anti-vaxxer guy. So be it, each into their own. The league didn't, I don't think, did anything about it. So the vaxxers went after him. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You're putting people in arm's way and da 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 And so he's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm Aaron Rodgers. I've got millions and millions of dollars in my bank account, and I still have got plenty more years in my career, and I'm going to go into the Hall of Fame. I don't give a fuck what you think. Uh, I'm Aaron Rodgers, and, and, and I don't blame him, to be honest with you. So this guy asked him a question about the vaccination. Aaron, it was kind of tongue-in-cheek. Aaron, answers, uh, Aaron Rodgers answers it. And then he says, well, how many grandmothers do you think you killed? Jokingly. Ha, ha, ha. How many grandmothers do you think you killed? You know, then the older, then he got kind of weird. He's like, hey, look, I don't think that's funny. He laughed because I don't think that's funny. I know what you're trying to do. But, and then he explained himself. And then the older guy on the podcast steps in because I guess he's friends and tries to smooth it out as they play, you know, want to be good cop, bad cop stuff. It wasn't that bad. They went on. It wasn't really, he was, the, the guy just told a bad He's not very good at what he does. You know, he was like, how many grandmothers did you? You know, he knew he wanted to use that line. He just didn't know how to use the line because he didn't have an opening to use the line. So it came out awkwardly, and Aaron Rodgers (laughs) then addressed it, and then they moved on. But all these headlines that they wrote, back to what we're talking about, it was sexy. It It was clickbait. You know, because you have Aaron Rodgers, you have vaccination, you have podcasts, you have all these different buzzwords that you can put in there that people are going to get interested in. Um, a lot of people, when it comes to the, the politicians, especially, you know, like uh, here in Roswell, they just had a special council thing or whatnot. And I was watching it online and looking around the room and I'm going, I, I bet you, I bet you, you got money, big business. The reason why you're doing this is to make sure your plans Go forward. It's nothing to do with the rest of the city or the people. It's what you said, Nate. It's people with money, people with power that get in, of all colors, by the way, get into politics to push their agenda to help out their pockets. That's all it is. Yeah. And like I think I said last week, anybody that does get into it just for good and they're like, I just want to make a difference in my community or my country or whatever. I think they find out real quick the things that they want to do or they thought they'd be able to do once they get in office. They can't because there's, uh, you know, like you said, the good old boy network. And there's just, I think, same thing with a lot of companies. You get there and you think, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna change this radio station. I'm going to do this, implement that. And then you realize nobody else wants to, you know, lift a finger and then you can't, uh, you can't make anything better. And you're just like, all right, I'm just stuck in the machine again. What do you think somebody could take from your past twist it, turn it, because, I mean, I know you don't have anything horrible, but just take something that you can think of, a skeleton in your closet, that if you ran for any office, somebody could take and twist and turn. Um, well, I mean, even just what I, the beer chugs and harmony I do every week, I, since I say happy Friday fuckers or cheers fuckers, I'm sure they would, you know, the, the family section of the, the lobbyists of uh, the political system would be, Oh, this guy's not American. He's using profanities. You know, cover your ears, children, <laughs> you know, something like that, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like I, I got like a public in talks in, in college. I mean, maybe that they drag up, but yeah, I don't know if that matters. People are getting DUIs and stuff while they're in office and it doesn't seem to matter. Nate Hansen for Senator. Do you really want a drunk that cusses sitting in that seat? I think not. 
Say no to Hanson. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Nate ain't that great. Say no to Hanson. We don't want alcoholism and profanity in our Senate. <laughs> <laughs> Paid for dudes against Nate. <laughs> Paid for by the families that love families. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know about the cussing thing. That used to be a thing. That's what you'd want in a, in a president. Um, Trump changed that game. Uh, Clinton changed that game, you know, where we started to see the guy side of these presidents, you know, the, the dude side. They all have it. They just never showed it. You know, Clinton showed it when he decided to fucking cheat on his wife in the Oval Office. What a douche. And, you know, to be honest with, you know, like as much of a Trump fan as I am not, uh, like, I don't think you can top what Clinton did as far as disregarding the office. And shaming what, like, I thought that, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, hey, fuck yeah, dude, <laughs> Hillary's ugly, I do it too, you know, okay, well, you, in real life, yes, but not representing us, that's what people forget, these people represent us, they represent the office, let's keep the office pure and wholesome and, 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 and yeah, you can evolve and all that stuff, but you want to keep it, pre- you, there, there's the term president. You want to keep it that way, but times are changing and people are more accepting to what people are. I mean, fucker in the pussy and he got elected. That's crazy. That was crazy to me. A guy that had been married and divorced numerous times and, and he's, he's running as a Republican. Like to me, growing up in a Republican household, I was taught to have that wholesome family as as much of a long shot as it's become in this country. I still believe, if possible, to have the wholesome family to only be married once. I didn't want to get divorced. I only wanted to be married once. Have kids, have the house, grow your bit, you know, grow your money up, retire, enjoy life. Blam, that's it. You know, but uh, that's not what we are anymore. And including the office. So uh, I, I, I think you could get away with happy Friday fuckers. And by the way, I got a public intoxication back in college. Vote Nate. People are like, all right, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking I'm voting for you, bro. <laughs> I think you'd be okay with it. Uh, I was thinking, I don't know if this is still on my record, but I had a restraining order taken out against me. I know, sounds creepy, uh, but it wasn't my fault. <laughs> Everybody, it really, it really wasn't. I was, I was a victim of circumstance. Here's what happened: is uh, our freshman year in college, we came home. Uh, this was for summer break, so we were going into uh, summer, spring break, summer break, Christmas break, one of the breaks, and all four of us, uh, our four best friends we ever could have, we were all together. And we found out one of our buddies, girlfriends, who was still in high school, she was a senior, was cheating on him with these guys that we never liked because they were the pot smokers in high school. They were the soccer players. They represented a whole, they represented the grunge era, right? As much as I'm a grunge fan at the time, they were like, they were like Motley Crue playing at Tower Records as uh, every, all the kids are walking in to buy Nirvana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That's what it that's what it felt like, right? Cuz this is 93, 94, 94. So we go back and we go to the house that they're all at. 
and their boys came out and we were, you know, we we're big boys. We were, you know, it wasn't going to go well for them, but our friend wasn't the biggest of guys and he ended up fighting this kid and it was, you know, blah fight. It was kind of a draw, you know, so no big deal, but we were, you know, we were there just to make sure everything went cool. And then something started to happen, you know, and then we were start pushing and then a couple punches were thrown outside. Anyway, so we ended up leaving. We're like, let's get the fuck out of here. And we had like four or five beers in the car. We were my buddy's Mitsubishi Conquest. A lot of stories came out of that conquest. <laughs> and uh, the first cop that pulled us over was our former football coach. He was also a police officer. And Ooh. he was like, uh, you know, we got rid of the beers, but he knew, but he didn't say anything. Then another cop, no, 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 maybe he didn't show up. Maybe we got rid of the beers, but got pulled over. But anyway, the, the cop comes and goes, yes, at that house, they want to file a restraining order against all four of you. And it was like, literally, we signed the paperwork right there. And they're like, yeah, you can't go within 100 yards of that house. I was like, oh, that's fine. I don't care. I was like, I don't want to go back to that house. <laughs> I got nothing to do. <laughs> I'm good. It wasn't even, wasn't even me, officer. So, but. Jason Bailey, stalker creeper. Do you remember 1994? We do. Here's the restraining order that was taken out against Jason M. Bailey. You know, and it just stamps it on the screen. <laughs> do you want a creeper in the White House? We don't. Say no to Bailey. This is paid for by people that don't get restraining orders. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I think they'd probably pull up your... um the the news coverage that you guys made with the the sexist and the racist oh yeah that's gonna do me in for the rest of my days um, yeah they'll show the video from it and it'll be like like just a little bit black and white a little bit yeah you know, it's like kind of dark and it it's always shadowy for some reason I, I i will i'll defend that whole thing to the day i die even dumb dumb is that we should have never been there in the first place um we were making the best out of a bad situation. It was definitely not our wheelhouse. Everything was awkward and off as soon as we went in. And as soon as we went in, Michael B. Jordan, uh, Kate Mara, and um, Top Gun Dude. Um, oh, no, it was the other guy from Billy My Elliot. Miles Teller. Yeah, he, he wasn't there. He was. No, it was the blonde guy. It was the... Um, I got to fit like his name. He he was the dude that was in Billy Elliot, I guess. Yeah, it's Miles Teller. Uh, James Bell. James Bell was not there. It was Miles Teller. No, Miles Teller wasn't there. He was there because we interviewed Miles Teller afterwards, and we brought it up to him on the radio show. Yeah, you brought it up to him to ask his co-hosts or his co-actors or whatever if they would like take our apology or something. I like don't that. even know who James Bell is. He was the other guy that was there. He was the third guy there. Miles Teller wasn't there. He was in Fantastic Flop, though, right? Yeah, but of the four, the other three were there. I don't think you're right on that, dude. I, 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 this is the first I've heard of a James Bell there. I'm positive. James Bell was on his phone the whole time. That's what got us upset also, because you could tell that they didn't care, because he was on his phone. and um, No, Michael and B. Jordan was on his phone. You remember, he answered his phone. Yeah, he wasn't there. Michael B. Jordan wasn't there. No, 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 not him. Uh, uh, the Top Gun dude. Because it was Michael B. Jordan that was on his phone the whole time, and 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 he's the, that's how it, that's how it all started. Because I said to him, I go, oh, "Who are you talking to?" Because he was so uninterested. 
but he was on the phone from day from from the get go, and and that's that's when I I was the one that first pulled the trigger, and I was like, all right, fucker, you're gonna be a dick, I'm gonna be a dick. You know, not that I asked the question to be a dick, but I was planning on being a dick after I asked the question. But when I asked the question about, oh, you're black, she's white, how are you brother and sister? Then he put the phone down, got offended. But his phone rang during the interview. Yeah, yeah, his, his phone did ring. Yes. Or ring. Yeah, his phone rang. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Looking for a new deck, Rockland Contracting? Well, David Hawks, he's the guy that can do it because he's the best at what he does. His phone has been ringing off the hook because of you two percenters. Guess what? That's a good thing. Keep it ringing. 678-879-3867. Deck design and build. He's got this amazing 3D software. You're going to know what you're getting before construction even starts. By the way, if you know how to build a deck, you're any good at it, right? Uh, David Hawks is hiring, and he's paying pretty darn good. Also specializing in basement remodel, new HVAC installation, and more. RocklandContractingLLC.com, 678-879-3867. Help you help your business get to the next level, and you do that by incorporating create graphics in there. Whether it's vehicle wraps, corporate events you might be having, interior, exterior events, Graphic Design and Apparel Create Graphics is a full-service graphics company that specializes in graphic design, wide-format printing, and graphic installation. Excellent customer service where every project is going to get that one-on-one experience from start to finish. CreateGraphics.net. C-R-E-A-T-E-G-R-A-P-H-I-X.net. Or you can call 770-369-9962. 770-369-9962. Doing a new kitchen or bath? That's a big deal. So you want to make sure you're going to the right people when you're doing this project. One-stop shop's even better. UCI Kitchen and Bath, they're that. I'm not trying to dumb it down when I say one-stop shop. I'm saying they provide the installation, whatever you buy. You can visit their Norcross, Georgia showroom if you want. See all their latest designs, something that's going to look perfect in your house. And they've got experts there going to walk you through it step-by-step, right? You mentioned the BS uh, mention the Bailey Show podcast. You're getting 10% off your regularly priced countertops. Now, UCI Kitchen and Bath has been Atlanta's number one cabinet, granite, and quartz fabricator and installer for the past 20 years. You can't deny that. But well, you're not in Georgia. What's going to happen? Well, they're also servicing parts of Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Florida. You want to improve the property value of your house. Start with the kitchen and bath, UCI kitchen and bath. They're the best in the business, and they're going to do it. Fair prices, right? Quality of work, excellent service. That's what sets them apart. UCIGranite.com. That's their website, UCIGranite.com. Son of a bitch. I'll be loving you forever, just as long as you subscribe to The Bailey Show. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing podcastabs.com it's better than radio and back to you jason uh anyway all right so uh got some good some bad all right let's get some ugly in real quick and the ugly this isn't uh, i guess all that ugly it depends on how you look at it right i mean you know for those that are meat eaters you don't like the plant-based stuff i don't care either way but I guess there's a cult. Well, I mean, I guess I know there's a cult following for Cracker Barrel. People fucking love their Cracker Barrel. They're always yeah. on the side of an interstate. You get off, 
You sit in a rocking chair, you wait your turn, you go, you order a big thing of food that's going to set hard in your stomach like cement bricks. While you wait for your food, you play that little damn peg game uh, that's on every table. And then when you leave and you go through the gift store, you buy the flavored color candy canes, right? That's that's what right. you do. That's a crack. That's a cracker barrel experience for you wrapped up in about 20 seconds. So they now have a new ad campaign promoting plant-based impossible brand uh, sausages. It's the new sausage. Sausage. Impossible sausage made from plants. Experience out-of-this-world flavor of impossible sausage made from plants next time you build your own breakfast. And the photo that accompanies it uh, shows two freshly cooked patties placed alongside scrambled eggs and hash browns with a Tiny impossible flag planted squarely in one of the faux sausage rounds. The ad has plunged Cracker Barrel into what NBC News calls a culture war, with critics accusing the eatery of entering overly politically correct territory and others rolling their eyes at the backlash. Uh, Cracker Barrel has gone woke, somebody says. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just lost respect for a once great Tennessee company. Bad choice. Do your research. (laughs) That's my favorite when people say that online. Do your research. (laughs) And then you ask them for some proof and they were like, yeah, do your own research. (laughs) Like you're the one who said the thing you got to, you got to defend it. (laughs) If I wanted a salad, I would in fact order a salad. Stop with the plant-based meat crap. Uh, So those were, um, Let's see, here's another one. Uh, understanding the direction of the world. Okay, so that's that's kind of where it's at. So this is why it's ugly. One is the picture, the sausage looks ugly, <laughs> just in general. Uh, most people that eat a Cracker Barrel, they're ugly. But the story is ugly. Like, it's just, it's ugly because it's really stupid. Who has the time to be pissed off at Cracker Barrel? It's not like they're replacing your sausage. Right? Yeah. They're not saying, you meat eaters, we're not going to have your... So- we're going all woke. We're going all green or plant-based. That's the new Cracker Barrel. It's going to be, instead of yellow, it's going to be green, and we're going to have electric rockers in front, and we're, we're going healthy. That's not what they're doing. They're just giving an option. You have to... under and, and I'm a meat guy, right? I grill all the time. You see the pictures you follow on social media. But I'm not an idiot either. I understand the importance of having the plant-based food. And it's really not that bad, to be honest with you. Uh, I wouldn't want to eat it all the time, but it's not that bad. There are people that have to eat it because yeah. of health reasons. They're like, they still want sausage, but their doctor's like, dude, you can't eat that. Sausage is horrible for you. Like regular sausage is horrible. It's, it's not even a thing. Like it's a bunch of shit put together and processed and it's, it's fatty. It's greasy. It's, it's bad for your arteries. It's just bad for you. And uh, so the older you get, and which is the demographic for Cracker Barrel, sausage is probably not the best choice to put in your body at this point in your life. To have that option, doctors are probably saying, hey, Mr. Mr. Burl, Mr. Earth, Mr. Earthel, Mr. Ethel, you know, whatever, you should try some of these plant-based things if you still want the taste of sausage. It's going to make you live longer. Cool. Well, now my favorite restaurant, Cracker Barrel, offers that for me. But you have all these people going after it. This is where it gets ugly because the Internet is stupid. You post your stupid comments on the Internet for stupid reasons. It's stupid. That's why it's ugly. That's my reasoning. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's. I just can't uh, like picture the person that is getting upset about that. And I'm glad. I'm glad that you said that about um, a doctor maybe wanting you to eat less sausage. Because I was trying to think, why would you be eating Impossible Burger, you know, or, or not meat, but then putting it next to the eggs? Because usually somebody that doesn't eat meat also doesn't eat eggs. But, yeah, I guess if you're just doing it for health reasons, uh, that would make more sense. Yeah, sure. There's, I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with options. Yeah, that's you're complaining about this wokeness, but you're so sensitive that you can't let anybody else have something that they want that you don't have to order. Mm-hmm. This seems weird. Yeah, it, it sounds like y'all are being the the woke Karens over here. Th- that's what I talk about all the time, right? People, the hypocr- hypocrisy, the hypocrisy of it's like, well, if you're doing this, why don't you do that? You raided Trump's house in Marlago. Why don't you raid the Clinton's house too? You know, like, okay, I'm not saying there aren't valid points there, but let's stick to the topic, you know, yeah. and, 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 and like when it's not for you, you have a problem with it. Like, it's funny because I have to have a disclaimer whenever I talk about stuff like this, I'm not a party guy and I don't like either one of them. Uh, but when people say that, usually they're lying. And, and I've noticed that a lot. There was, um, nah, I don't want to bring this up, but, uh, they're usually lying, right? They're, 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 they're they say that, to clear the, 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 like, I'm not for one, but you can tell who, what they're saying, what they're for. I really don't care one way or the other. As long as whoever I'm voting for is best for my family and I think the future of this world and understands that they work for me or us, then you got my vote. That's really, and, and I'm going to be safe. I feel like I'm going to be safe. But people that are hell-bent on their, their their ideals, their traditions, their their whatever, they... They'll say one thing, but when it happens to them, they'll say the opposite. That's hypocrisy. You're a hypocrite. There's a lot of fucking hypocrites in this world. Just go online and read some of the poorly written comments on any newsy topic. You will see a plethora of just stupid, uneducated hypocrites posting back and forth going. And then you think you think to yourself, for you normal people, you're going... Where the fuck do they find the time? What do you do, not just for a living, but for life, that you can sit there in front of your talkie box and message back and forth with a total stranger? That's probably a fucking Russian bot anyway, if you even know what that is. So, anyway, all right. Uh, So that's the good, that's the bad, and the ugly. Kid gets a lot of money for fake $100 bill. Herschel Walker's ex-wife blows him up on the ad. Um... That sucks, you know. Uh, <laughs> most exes would probably. I don't think mine would. I think mine would be very sweet, very nice. And then yeah. crack. Well, if you'd uh, if you'd uh, held a gun to somebody, they're probably going to ratch out. Yes, yes, I agree. There's certain animosity that is still being held with people when guns are being held to their head or shot at them or their dogs or something like that. I'm sure there's animosity held. Uh, then Cracker Barrel, new uh, sausage. It's uh, very woke-like. So if you're a Cracker Barrel fan, understand that the plant-based sausage there is, is happening. It's there. It's an option. You can have it, uh, or you can go online and complain. Podcastthebs.com. That is our website. We hope that you go. We hope that you sign up for the newsletter. I know. Uh, don't expect them every week, because I don't really have anything to talk about every week. But I do send them out. Somebody messaged the other day. I was like, I've got a newsletter in like 10 days. Well, 
Yeah, I've been busy, dude. So they don't really have anything to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> they come when they come, and when they do, they're awesome. How about that? Uh, our merch store is is up there on uh, podcastthebs.com, all of our social media channels. Please, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please, please like, follow, share all of our social media. I have noticed lately that we have been getting an uptick, not only in subscriptions, which is great, thanks to you, premium two percenters that are that are that are paying the four ninety nine a month to get the commercial free and the extra episodes and stuff. I promise you that in the long run pays for itself. It will pay off, especially with some of the things that we have coming up here in the next couple months. Uh, if you're a premium two percenter, that's a good thing, you know. So, and plus you get to support the show. Uh, other than that, Nate, you got anything before we get out? Try the country fried Beyond Steak. This beyond stick. <laughs> <I'm laughs> <yum, yum, yum. laughs> All right. Uh, as always, thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Support. And bye. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support. Podcastbs.com. It's better than radio. Now, get out of here.